Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com, where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're there, please share the articles and podcasts updated daily to social media. We always appreciate that a great deal when you share the podcast and articles on social media. You know, we've got a lot to talk about once again tonight. Maybe take a step back from our show last night where we dissected what was going on in uh, my state of Illinois and Rob's state of New York. Uh, There's a lot of disappointment um, in our show last night discussing those elections in particular and just how the Republicans really didn't seem to make much headway in the blue areas that we were hoping that they would. It just seems kind of unbelievable. But when you look at things as a whole, it wasn't all bad. Um, Obviously, results are not all in yet, but we still have a chance of taking the Senate. looks like we're going to take the House. So if we come away from these midterm elections in control of the House and the Senate, you have to take that as a win. And as far as the other side of the aisle, the Democrats, I don't know why they're acting like, like this midterm election was so great for them. It's not like... Uh, They did fantastic or anything. In fact, they lost seats. Um, Perhaps they've lost control of the Senate and the House, which would be a disaster for them. But you've got Joe Biden coming out and saying that the American people support what he's been doing. And he plans on running for president once again. I don't understand what the Democrats really have to be happy about. It wasn't a highly successful night for them, the way I look at it. It obviously wasn't exactly how we wanted it to go either but i don't think either party really has a mandate so uh i'm a little surprised by the democrats reactions how are you doing tonight rob andrew i'm great and i like your opening to you know it wasn't a what we what we want it to happen didn't happen the tidal wave didn't happen uh the tsunami didn't happen but when you look at the democrat side they didn't win either but I think what's happening here is that because uh, it was perceived that Republicans were going to have a tsunami or a red wave uh, because of the polling, and that didn't materialize. So, of course, the left is going to run with that and say, ha, 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 you didn't get what you thought you had. And we did it. Okay, let's just be honest. But by the same token, neither did they because they lost a great deal. You look at New York City itself. Uh, well, not New York. Well, yeah, New York City. Uh, and, and New York State, they lost uh, as far as the local elections. They all, the seats that they had that were Democrat, they all flipped red. Sean Patrick Mahoney, who was the DNC, he was responsible for getting Democrats elected. He lost his seat, which is a good thing. Now, I would have preferred the governorship that Lee Zeldin had won that, but he didn't. And I have to accept that. And if you listened to the show last night, you know that I I was completely taken aback by the fact that Kathy Hochul won. And in my humble opinion, Andrew, this this just further proves to me that One, we are a divided country. Two, 
the media is extremely dangerous. Three, the American people aren't listening. They aren't seeing what we're seeing. Now, I want to explain myself when I say the media is very dangerous, extremely dangerous. They're not being forthcoming with the American people as to what's at stake, what's actually happening. And that dovetails into the American people aren't aware of it. They're not aware because the media isn't reporting it. Yes, we would like to think that, you know, say, like, look at your eyes, look at what's happening. Well, if you're in big cities like New York and Chicago, uh, Los Angeles and San Francisco and New Orleans, you see the carnage that's taken place in the way of crime. You see it. Some have been impacted by it. But when you're in these other small towns, you don't see it. You only hear it and you're reading about it. And if you're in a small town, in a red state, but your town, let's say, happens to be red, governor, I'm sorry, a mayor, then you don't see what's happening around you. Because there is devastation, and the quality of life has gone down. But you're insulated from it because of the leadership in the town that you live in or the state. And even if you live in a red state and your town or city is Democrat, you see what's happening. But then you're looking elsewhere and you're saying, well, it's not that bad. Because, again, you probably haven't been impacted by it. And then you look out and you say, well, you know, why, why do we need to change? Why change? Why not just keep what we have here? Well, unfortunately, that's what we're stuck with. Because in New York City, where the crime, crime is up. For four years, we're going to have to deal with this. And as I signed up last night saying, it's going to bust at the seams. We have four years of a Democrat governor, four years of an, a district attorney who's extremely soft on crime, doesn't seem to care about it, wants to punish those people who are following the letter of the law as opposed to those individuals who aren't. I just can't see how the, how the state and city will be able to survive that. Yeah, we have police that are out there now in the subways, walking the streets. But that's only after Kathy Hulcher realized that people were concerned about it. But now they're saying that, oh, no, people weren't concerned about it. They're more concerned about abortion. Well, why did she put police officers on the streets within two weeks of the election? Now, we don't know how long they're going to be there because she's probably going to say, we got to call them in because of the budget. Because, of course, the budget is like it's going to go through the roof. But this is what happens when people aren't informed, in, informed and the media is hiding the truth from them. And now they're all trying to run a victory lap, as you said, Andrew. Biden's coming out saying, I'm going to keep doing what I was doing, because in his mind, this was an indication that what you're doing is OK. What, you, what you've been doing for the past two years is OK. The policies of uh, 
the border, no border control, crime up to Wazoo. And I keep saying crime because crime is a major issue. Attacking the Supreme Court with abortion, saying, oh, they were wrong, they were wrong, they're wrong. Republicans being attacked. And no one is saying anything about it. 75% of Americans said that they feel the country is going the wrong way, but yet and still, they didn't vote that way. Two-thirds of Americans are saying that they don't want Biden to run for the presidency. But now he's saying, oh, I'm going to run. You know, me and Jill, we're just going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to get back on the campaign trail. And I, I have no reason to doubt that he's not going to run. Why wouldn't he run? Why wouldn't he run when the elections did not rebuke him the way they should have? Well, he could possibly lose the Senate and the House, but still, in his mind, the American people want me to keep going with my crazy policy. Why would they want that? Well, the media isn't being truthful. And people rely on the media and social media, unfortunately, for their news. And what they're looking at is not a dose of reality. They're looking at a fantasy world. They're looking at what they think it should be, but it's not. They're looking at, well, it has to be this way because if it's any other way, this is what Trump would want. Oh, yeah, they managed to make Trump part of their, uh, their election win. As if, uh, as though he was on the ballot and he wasn't. And Republicans, again, they were so timid and afraid. I heard a lot of people saying, oh, these were the election deniers. They're the ones who lost. No, they're not the ones who lost. They were the ones that the media threw stones at. And they didn't fight back. Because there were some that won that were in Trump's camp. And we also got to look at Florida. There was a big win in Florida. Florida, they thought, was blue. Florida. That was a huge win in Florida. But the media wants to pretend as if it wasn't. And again, and the reason why, because we thought there was going to be a red tsunami. And there should have been. Considering the economy, the state of the affairs of the economy, crime and everything, there should have been, but there wasn't because the media told you that everything was okay and a lot of people believed it. And I've also got to add in there that there were some Republicans who just didn't come out the way they should have in Georgia. They stayed at home. Why was that? And then you had a lot of young people who came out and vote. Well, we know why they came out and vote because Joe Biden is promising them free things. They're not thinking about, someone has to pay for this. I'm going to pay for it with my taxes. Inflation. Later on in the year, by the end of the year, prices are going to go up exponentially. And then next year, oh my God. But they're not thinking. They're just living for the moment, as a lot of young people do. They can't look beyond and plan for the long term. They only plan for right now. So he's going to write a, get right write off for debt. Oh, let's come on. Student debt, he's going to write it off. Oh, let's definitely vote for him. And then Republicans, but we've got to learn is that, yeah, we know we have an election day, and we want everyone to come out and vote on that day. But the rules of the games have changed. There's now early voting, and we must encourage everyone to go out and vote on that day. And I know a lot of people will say, oh, well, but, but my vote might not count. It doesn't matter now. The rules of the games have changed, and we've got to play within those guidelines until we can change them. And if there's early voting, get your butt out there and vote. You get out there and you vote. And you hope and you pray that your vote will count, and hopefully it will. But we, can't, we can no longer wait for that one day because we see on that one day, look at what happened in Arizona. The machines broke down. 
Mysteriously, of course. Though we may never know how and what happened. All that we know is that we know that the person who was running against Carrie Lake is the Secretary of State, and she wants to be governor. So, of course, there's no feces there. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. You should have lawyers and judges looking at it and saying, oh, well, you know, the perception is there. But of course, she's a Democrat. And no one is going to hold her accountable. And if you were to take it to court, you have Democrat judges who look the other way. And because the elections went the way they did, you will even have conservative judges saying, oh, doesn't pay. What happened, happened. We don't even want to hear this case if there was malfeasance. It happened in 2020, and it's happening now. The rules of the game have changed, and we've got to change with the rules of the game. Although we don't like it, but until we change those rules, we've got to play within those guidelines. That's the reason why things seem so surreal. That's the reason why we're looking back and we're saying, doing a postmortem and saying, oh my God, Look at Illinois, look at Pritzker, look at what he's going to do. He's going to enact no cash bail. And we know that doesn't work. You look at all these other states, look at California, look at New York. It does not work. But yet, and still, people think that, oh, he was given a mandate to do it. And all these other radical things. Look at Chicago, the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. She's not up for election. But when she is up for election, she shouldn't even win. But yet, and still, she will. Because Chicago is predominantly Democrat. What are we doing about getting out the vote there? What are Republicans doing about laying down the seed to say, look, you have a lot to lose here by constantly voting for Democrats? Chicago, predominantly black city. Crime is up to Wazoo, another place with this crime, inflation. What does this tell us about our country? We're divided. How did we get there? People get mad when Trump said that the media is an enemy of the people. But they are. I don't care how many times the Constitution mentions them. I don't care how many times they say that the Constitution said that the media is there to make to keep the uh, pub politicians honest because they themselves aren't honest. We need to do an amendment to the Constitution and say that we need an honest and fair media. And this is what it means by being honest and fair. You're being unbiased. You're not picking and choosing. You're just reporting the facts. That needs to be included an amendment to the Constitution because so many have lost it. So many have forgotten about it. Hence, they think they have free reign to do whatever they want to do. They can pick and choose. They can pick and choose candidates. Look at John Fetterman. Should never be in office. I know some will say, yeah, but Oz was a bad candidate. He came in from Jersey. People knew he wasn't from Pennsylvania. It doesn't make a difference. We're looking at the policy. And this policy would have not been against going against coal miners. So the folks who voted for Fetterman, you voted against your own best interest because he could care less about coal. So your coals will go up. Your gas prices, oil prices will go up this year during the winter. Who do you have to blame? You have to blame yourself because Fetterman doesn't care about that. He's just looking at, I just want to get in office. I want to break the vote. I want to do this with me and my uh, sweatshirt, my hoodie and my shorts. Looks like I haven't washed in years. And my makeup of a family, these are the people that we want representing us. And then we want to say that we're better than other countries. We're no better than other countries with what we're doing. How can we be when the truth is staring us in the face and yet still we choose not to do it? 
But like I said, is the truth really there or is it the media's perception? The media is telling us what we should do, what we shouldn't do, who we should look at, who we shouldn't look at, and most of all, who we should vote for and who we should not vote for. And the perception of there being crime all over us, the perception of uh, inflation, the perception that the economy is not doing good is just your perception because you listen to what we, the media, said. And we're telling you that it's all okay. But it's not all okay. And as I said before, we will soon realize that. We will wake up and we will see, wow, what happened? But will there be a come to Jesus moment? Will there be a moment that we look back and we say, we did make a mistake? Because in New York, you've got four years with our girl, Kathy. That's four years to create all the damage in the world. Illinois, four years, I think, with Pritzker. We have only just begun, Andrew. We've only just begun. Indeed, we have. You're tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Well, you're hearing the news about the convergence of influenza, respiratory syncytial virus, and now SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, hitting at the same time in some households. Uh, Most of these conditions are mild, but they are bothersome. People have fever, cough, congestion, uh, respiratory symptoms, and one of the best ways to safeguard your home is with the Genesis Fogger. The Genesis Fogger uses HOCL, that is a safe disinfectant. Uh, It is virucidal. It kills the virus in the air and on surfaces. It creates a dry mist. You can use it to sterilize certain rooms, sterilize bathrooms particularly, and I think every household should have it. So go to America Out Loud website, go to the banner bar and click on Genesis Fogger to get a discount on your purchase. And you're going to need it because the first purchase involves the uh, unit itself and then you'll get a box of the liquid that's used inside. It's diluted in water and that's basically the supply. And you're given a a, a real good number of bottles that'll last you a long time. But go ahead and pick up the discount on the first purchase when you go to our banner bar on America Out Loud and that's the Genesis Fogger. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, and we've just been reviewing the uh, midterm elections now that we're a couple nights out and finally have some time to breathe and digest what took place. And uh, let's get into it from the Democrats' point of view. Um, Joe Biden's past 
uh, build back better, which as I call build back broke. And then the infrastructure re- or the inflation reduction act, which was um, huge spending just in the billions of dollars. It'll be interesting to see uh, what becomes of that. But it seems to be those are the two uh, policies that the Democrats are going to try and take some momentum from these next two years of Joe Biden and his presidency. And uh, I just don't see it getting any better for Joe Biden. You look at him having a possible Republican House and Senate now. I just don't see this guy getting anything else done. Um, at least I certainly hope not, because um, anything he has gotten done has just been a disaster for the American people. So I think if uh, this allows him to not get anything done, that's actually a win for the American people, because any policy he enacts is just going to make things worse. He's not going to make anything better. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on Joe Biden and uh, his next two years in office here and how he can build off of these two bills that he has passed. I mean, he doesn't have many accomplishments to speak of. Um, these two bills, we don't even know if they're going to be accomplishments. I guess we got to see how they play out first. But uh, what do you think of the Biden administration? Well, I like what you said. You said build back better is build back broke because definitely that's what it is. It's not building anything back better. I mean, what he's done is he's just broken everything up. Trump had make America great again. Within the time frame that Biden has been in office, he's destroyed everything. And I wish people could see that. I mean, it's unfortunate that in his mind, this election is a mandate for him to continue doing what he's doing. As he said, I'm not going to change anything. I'm just going to keep building up what I've built on. Well, you've destroyed everything by God. And again, the media is not being forthcoming. You look at foreign affairs. It's disastrous. Our foreign affairs is disastrous. We're not respected. China is laughing at us. We're trying to get oil from Saudi Arabia. We're trying to get oil from Venezuela. We're trying to get oil from Iran. North Korea is playing pickaboo with us. And people want to say that this is great. This is what we want him to do, that he's going to come out <laughs> the other day and say, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to keep on going because, you know, that's how I roll. I mean, he actually thinks that what has happened here, this election gave him a mandate. And why wouldn't he? The man is decrepit. He's senile. Win, lose, or draw. Republicans better go in there and they better fight like hell and tear this presidency Damn, burn it down. I'm dead serious. The damage has been done. I don't want to hear about it. we got to respect the office. No, the office has already been humiliated. It's time to burn it all the way down to the ground and expose him. I don't know if Leader McCarthy can do it or not. I heard that he's going to be challenged. He should be challenged. He should be challenged and McConnell kicked out. They're losers. They are losers. They should have had a better ground game. You support the folks that you have. You go to war with the army that you have, not the one that you wish you had. Burn it down to the ground, because that's what this build back better is going to do. It's not going to build anything back. And if you don't call them out, if if we continue to let it go on, Republicans will be blamed yet again. Like they're blamed for everything. And of course, the media is going to go along with it. They could care less. They, They want to blame Republicans. They want young people to think Republicans are horrible. They're racist. They don't like you. How is it that the media is allowed to make such accusations and not being held accountable? Democrats make accusations against their colleagues, and then they have to go up to the Hill every day and work with them. And I'm, I'm so sick of that girl, AOC. I'm so sick of her. We need to get a good candidate, a viable candidate, run them against her, and she will lose. Let the candidate be Democrat. I don't care. Get her out. She's part of the problem. 
you got these young people in these positions that they don't know what they're doing, and they were making it seem as if they're older than part of the new wave. They don't know anything. They haven't even lived life. Stop giving them all these props. Stop propping them up there and think, oh, this is great. It's not great. It's horrible. And it happens all the time. It happens in companies. You get rid of the institutional knowledge. You get rid of those people who know what they're doing in favor of the young people. And they're so fickle, they get mad every time. Then, oh, I'm going to quit. Then they quit and look at what happens. Look around you. Look at all these companies, young people. Oh, we're timid. Oh, you can't say this. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, my feelings are hurt. And then we're at their mercy because if we let them go, who's going to run the job? Who's going to run the companies? This happened during the dot-com boom. They came in. Oh, we want this. We want that. And look at what happened. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, Democrats seem like they're so proud that they got uh, the young vote, right? And it seems like that's a, a common occurrence for them. And I think it's just a growing up thing just because – um, what, 70% of, uh, what do they call them now, Gen Z voters vote for a uh, Democrat doesn't mean that's necessarily what they're going to be like 10 years from now. When I was younger, I was an idiot. I went out and voted for Barack Obama. I mean, I didn't know anything about politics. And uh, that's the same thing we are seeing with a lot of these um, young voters. They just don't know. So they vote Democrat because that's who they're told to vote for. And uh, once they get a little older and get some more wisdom behind them, you'll see these people split more off and more of them will become Republicans at some point. But uh, the left definitely does have an advantage with the young voters. I mean, they're entrenched in the colleges. Uh, the, the Republicans need to do something about this because they're just losing so much ground to these colleges and just young voters in general. Uh, we got to do something to change the message. Definitely. I'm glad you mentioned that, the young voters in the colleges, because the, these universities are breeding grounds, propagandist grounds. You're sending your children there, and then they're coming out indoctrinated, coming out with views that you've never heard of, which is what is happening. Because when you look at society as a whole, look at all this weird stuff that's coming out. Yeah, and it's weird. You know, people having more than one couple, they're truples and they're throuples. You know, I'm, I'm people, I'm non-binary. I'm a, I'm a unisex, I'm a this, I mean, all this crazy stuff. And it started at these universities. You see, that's another reason why I'm like, why would people vote to keep these people in office knowing their policies? A lot of people are completely unaware of it. I know about it because I'm in a big city and I see it. But you look at people who are in small cities and small states, they hear about it. But the way it's impacting the nation, they don't have a clue. Because to them, it's so far, it's so far away. It's like, no, I don't see it. I don't see it that way. But it's happening. And then one day they wake up and they go, wait a minute. I can't believe this. It's like, yeah, but we've been telling you this. But the media is making it seem as if they're always all in your mind. Again, matter of perception. It's all in your mind. Don't listen to them. They're just all up in arms. It's not really the way that's happening. But it is. It is. Why would yeah. a nation get behind? The murder of a baby. Let's stop saying abortion. The murder of a kid. Once the kid is born, they want to murder it. When you hear the heartbeat, they say, that's not a heartbeat. Oh, that's just a rumble. Look at how they have confused our young people's minds. You even yeah. have people who are supposed to be Christians that are believing this, Andrew. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, of all things that take place in your life, how is women being allowed to murder babies the most important issue that you go out and vote for it just makes no sense whatsoever to me um you would think that the economy 
uh, foreign policy. So many things come before that. Uh, you would think that they would not be so persuaded by this issue, but there are a lot of women who just believe that you should be allowed to murder your baby. And that's where we're at right now in America, sadly. Well, the reason why is that because they're telling them that it's not murder. They're telling them that it's health care. They're telling them that it's control of your body. And it has nothing to do with that. But see, they were successful, they being the media, they were successful in building that narrative. And then the Democrats are taking it and they're soldiering it on. You have these kids that are in high school, they're in college. You have these professors, supposed to be educated professors, that are saying, it's not a baby. What are, you, what are they saying it's a baby? It's just a, b- a bunch of cells. They're not hearing a heartbeat. They're just hearing a rumbling. Well, even if you hear a rumbling, that's something that's alive. But to tell them, oh, it's healthcare, it's my body, my choice. When I hear that, I'm thinking, and, and it's such a, and Andrew, it's such a weak argument. My body, my choice. I mean, think about it. My body, my choice. But there's something growing inside of you, but you're saying my body, my choice. I can do whatever I want to do. And then they're making it so commonplace. Oh, you know, I, at six o'clock, I've got to go have an abortion. Six o'clock, you're really going to commit a murder. It's just, just so commonplace. And they again, they have been successful. We are a advanced nation. No other country, even China, isn't allowing something like this. And you have people, when I hear men, beta, beta males, well, I can't believe this, you know, because this, that abortion, and we want to make certain that women, I'm like, what the are you talking about? Taking shut away women, women's rights. Right. I'm like, you beta male, shut up. <laughs> I mean, we, we've got to get serious here because I know that they have dumped on men so aggressively uh, under the Biden administration. And even before the Biden administration, you know, they were talking about toxic male and toxic toxicity and all that and how men are bad. And I think a lot of men have, you know, are, are believing it. Uh, it has got it has been devastating to men because you have few men in colleges now. Uh, you have more women in colleges now. Than men, and I think that a lot of men have just like just fallen by the wayside, and they've just given up and said, "Hey, what the heck?" But we can't give up. We must soldier on. Pick up the testosterone level. Go to the gym. Work out. There's nothing wrong with being a man. There's nothing wrong with standing out. There's nothing wrong with saying, "I don't agree with what this woman is saying." There's nothing wrong with saying, "No, abortion is wrong. It's murder. It's not me trying to control your uterus." Some people, I don't want to hear anything if you don't got a uterus. Okay, well, there are a lot of men out there that see this and they're saying this makes absolutely no sense at all but you want to shut them down you want to shame them you want to say oh you can't say this like i don't know about you rob but that story that came out about herschel walker that he convinced his ex-girlfriend to get an abortion or something like that i didn't even follow it that closely because i didn't care who cares i mean that does not impact how i would vote whatsoever that Perhaps Herschel Walker once persuaded a woman to get an abortion. I mean, there are just so many things that are more important than that in society. And this is what the Democrats wanted to keep the entire election in Georgia centered around, which I'm sure we'll talk about in our third half of our show, the runoff that's going to take place in Georgia and how Democrats are going to come in um, all guns on deck. Uh, trying to win that election by any means necessarily, particularly if Arizona does not flip the way of the Republicans. That will come down 
to the control of the Senate in all likelihood. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. And then you've got people like John Fetterman, who won in Pennsylvania, which is quite unbelievable. But you've got the news pundits who continue to make themselves look dumber and dumber. I don't know if you know Katie Turr. I think she's on uh, MSNBC. But she came out tonight and said, John Fetterman could be president someday. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. This guy's mentally handicapped. Uh, He's a vegetable mentally, as I've said. He's so stroked out. He shouldn't even be speaking publicly, let alone holding high office. And now you've got them trying to rub it in our face saying, oh, this guy could be president one day. It's like, there's no way that she even believes that. But like you said, two things. As far as John Fetterman being president, yeah, some of them would probably think that. And and they would probably do it because they're so... Uh, deceived is their perception. But the whole thing with Herschel, Herschel Walker, you know, and the woman coming out saying, he wanted me to have an abortion. Yeah, but I thought you guys were okay with abortion. What's the problem? Why even bring it up? I thought you were okay with abortion. I thought you wanted women to have abortion and not have babies. So what's the big deal? Now, I'm sure between now and the time that we have the runoff, as you said, we'll talk about that probably in the next half. That there will be other women coming out saying, oh, he made me have an abortion. Oh, he made me this and he made me that. And he, and it's just going to keep going. Meanwhile, Warnock, the wife beater, supposed to be a man of the cloth supporting abortion. And this is where we've got to just zero in on this. And Herschel Walker did a good job by saying he's supposed to be a pastor. And he's okay with murder. He's okay with it. Killing a baby. We've got to put all this together, and we just got to throw it at them. Like I said, being nice is up. Burn it all down. Blow it up. That's the only way right now it seems as if we're going to get to the truth. Because playing around with these people doesn't work. Right. Do you think – we talked about this a few weeks ago. Do you think Lindsey Graham coming out and uh, proposing his abortion ban cost the GOP voters on Tuesday night? Not at all. Nope. Nope. No, people, and they they keep saying that they keep saying, well, abortion. A lot of people they were concerned about abortion, and they were this. I, I'm not going to say that people weren't focusing in on it, but I think that the economy was a little bit more important. But what I do believe is that the media, the perception of the media, the perception that they created, allowed people or disallowed people to focus on what really mattered. They kept out those issues that were of concern, those issues that are going to impact a lot of Americans. Crime, the economy, people are going to be hit like with a shovel in the coming months. But the media downplayed it. And they want to focus on, oh, the democracy is being stolen. Oh, Jan 6. Oh, abortion. And that's all they talk about. Democracy is going to be stolen. Oh, democracy, democracy. That people, I think, they, when they went into vote, as opposed to looking at what really mattered, it's like, oh, but wait a minute, democracy. And, I mean, and Andrew, and there's so many other things here, subtle things here that took place that got, that people couldn't focus on the issues. Now, some will say, oh, you're just, you're, you're, again, you're just, you're, you're saying things that don't make any sense. You look at how the different ads that were put out there. You Even when you go to the polling booth, you look at how they presented the names on the polling booth. Some people were saying, okay, we saw the names, but then we saw a lot of other names. We saw all these different languages. People aren't going to focus in on that. They want to go in, vote, and then come out. 
I got to say that when I went in to vote, because I did early voting, they actually had a problem putting my uh, slip voting thing through the machine. I hadn't voted yet, though. They just had a problem getting it to go in so that I could vote. Now, I don't know if that affected it or not. Who knows? And again, I don't want to go down the conspiracy theory of, oh, they cheated, they cheated. And in Arizona, we could say that in Pennsylvania, perhaps. Definitely Arizona. But the other states, it is what it is. We've got to get the votes out. We've got to do the early voting. We've got to do by any means necessary. And we've got to reach out to the young people to let them know your vote matters and give them accurate information. Right. It's... As far as we know, there probably is some election fraud in a lot of these blue states, but that's the playing field that we are under. They hold total control. So we're going to have to try and navigate that and figure out a way to beat the cheating. And uh, it'd be interesting to see if perhaps 2024 will be the year. I mean, Joe Biden's been a disaster. I don't see things getting any better for him in the next two years. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. And you can go to HealthyCell.com costs nothing to go there check out the great products and read the reviews and save 25 percent off with the code out loud so you can go to healthycell.com and use the promo code out loud to save 25 percent off we'll be back with more after dark with robin andrew these days every time you turn on the news it seems like there's a new threat to your health maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical advanced nutrition company healthy cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. So we're on the last uh, block of the show. And we're just going to continue with our analysis of the uh, election. Uh, Andrew had mentioned during the uh, second block about Build Back Better, Build Back Broke, and the Inflation Reduction Act. Now, I'm going to just take it there, and then I'm going to go into the other topics. Now, if you recall, the media and Biden, the Democrats, told us that there was no inflation. Well, if there's no inflation, why did he have a bill called the Inflation, inflation Reduction Act? No one ever said anything about it. No one ever questioned him. Republicans never just went all in and said, wait a minute, can you please explain to us why we have a bill called the Inflation Inflation Reduction Act when you said that there is no inflation, when you've tried to redefine inflation? Missed opportunity. Those are the things that Republicans need to be aware of. You have to get catch them at every little word they say and throw it back so that it will resonate with the people and they'll understand. It's unfortunate that the Democrats control a majority of just about everything, so they're able to change the definition of words, change it in the dictionary, and we all believe it. But one of the things that I was hoping 
and probably still can happen when we take, if we're successful in taking both houses, is that they go out and say, we're going to end this whole thing with the he, she, her, they. We're going to end that. There are only two pronouns. We're not changing the pronouns for identity politics purposes. We're not going to do it. We're just not going to do it. And again, I think that if voters were aware as to what was really at stake, that you're changing the English language, just only here now, changing the pronouns for all this other weird stuff for identity politics purposes makes absolutely no sense. It makes us look stupid and dumb. I was reading an article the other day they had in it, and they said this, and they, I'm like, who is they? Well, they was referring to a girl who claims that she's non-binary. So they want to, her pronoun is now they. And then you have the AP Associated Press. They have their AP style book that has included it in it saying, this is how you're supposed to refer to them. You know, screw the AP. Because as far as I'm concerned, we should no longer go by what they're saying. They don't know proper English. They've become too political. And it goes back to the media being political. How is it that you're going to change the way people talk, change the context of the English language just to fit a few people? It makes no sense. And I think if the American public was aware of this, they would say, no, we don't want this. Next thing you know, they're going to change the Bible. What happened to the real Christians? What about these Christians who are going along supporting this crazy agenda? You're not Christians. Yes, I said it. You're not Christians. And you're going to bust hell wide open. Well, Jesus preached love. Yeah, Jesus preached love. But we can't go around changing his words just to make us feel comfortable. Changing his words just because I want my child. You can still love the child, but you can hate the sin. So trying to change what he said to make you feel good or your child feel good? Oh, no. You will burst hell wide open, you and your beliefs. Do not doubt me on that. You can't go around changing God's word. Next thing you know, we're going to have a Bible with a he, she, they, them, it. Really? And this just opens a door to people wanting to be called animals. Oh, I'm a cat. I'm a feline. I'm a this. I remember once about a couple years ago, Rachel Dozell, a white woman, saying that she was black. And people came out and attacked her for it. Why? If you can change your gender, why can't you change your race? It's more easy to change the race than the gender. Because you can say, hey, I've got, I'm part this and part that. No one would ever know the difference. But changing your gender, you, you can't. You can have surgery. You can mutilate your genders all you want to. But at the end of the day, the chromosomes is what matter. Plain and simple. You see how confused we are in this country? completely confused. That just takes me to my next point. Uh, Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. Now, I thought for certain that was like a slam dunk deal. And I'm sure that many other people thought the same thing. Gretchen Whitmer, she looks like the Stepford wife to me. How did she win that race? Tudor Dixon should have won. Now, I could say easily, perhaps, like I said, I want to go there, that there are some alphesies there. Because there's, I can't believe that people in Michigan were okay with the shutdowns. She said that they only closed school for like three weeks, and it was like for months. Now, just, now think about it. They just gave her a, mand- a mandate to continue with her crazy policies. We really do need to look at the secretary of, secretaries of state and all these places that Democrats won. Because if they're Democrats also, and if they were supported by George Soros, we've got a problem. But we may never know, because we know that the justice system won't look into it. Look at Bill Barr. Oh, there's no issue here. Look the other way. 
you know, and I found it interesting that when he did come out in 2020, he said, well, you know, there's going to be a degree of fraud in every election. What? And people are even saying it now. Well, you know, there's always a degree that some, they're going to cheat a little bit. I'm sorry. I, I just won't accept that. I'm, I'm not going to accept it. If there's any malfeasance taking place, it should be called out and it should stop. Well, there's not enough to overthrow the election or to change the election. How do you know? Because if it wasn't enough to change it, why why cheat? Yeah, especially someone in Bill Barr's position as attorney general, you'd want him to be all over this issue. And apparently he wasn't. This is the same guy who said he had big problems with mail-in voting before the election. And then after the election took place, he just seemed to want to sit on his hands and do absolutely nothing. And I think, again, that's something that people are completely unaware of. And it's on tape. But do you think the media is going to play that over and over again for you to analysis, to do an analysis? Do you think that the cable news networks are going to talk about it? No, they'll talk about him saying, oh, no, I called up the secretaries of state. They said that everything was OK. Yeah, but run the tape with him saying that mail-in ballots is a recipe for cheating. Do the tape with him saying that there was something going on that shouldn't have happened. Go back to those tapes whereby he was on the hill and he said this. Why won't they show those tapes? They won't show the tapes because they know that if they show the tapes, people will start thinking and saying, wait a minute, I forgot all about this. Yeah, and if Bill Barr wasn't so dishonest about the issue, particularly with President Trump, his fat butt would have been fired long <laughs> before the 2020 election. Exactly, exactly. But no one wants to bring that up. And see, that's the thing that bothers me. We have all this information. And if Republicans don't put it out there and go after it, no one will ever be held accountable. So some will say, well, you're doing a postmortem now and you're looking at all this. And uh, like they say, if, uh, 2020 hindsight was 2020. Yeah, but this is how you get to the bottom of it. You start doing an analysis, a postmortem. You start sitting back and thinking like, what happened? What really took place? Yes, the American people have spoken. But what did they speak about? What did they know? What did they not know? What information did they have at their disposal? And the information that they did have, was it truthful? Like I said, we had all these young people coming out to vote, but why were they coming out to vote? They weren't voting necessarily for the policies. They were voting for what was going to give them debt relief. Biden's going to pay off their student debt. That's what it was. They're not thinking that, well, nothing is free. Someone has to pay for it. Well, what about high taxes? What about inflation? And then him, so he said the other day, Biden, this is the smartest group of young people that we've ever had. How? When? Who says who? They don't even know anything about civics. I don't think civics is even taught in school anymore. Why is it so conveniently not taught in school anymore? Why is it not taught? Instead, they're teaching kids to hate each other. They're teaching kids that, oh, white people are bad because look at what they did to your ancestors 100 years ago. Don't look at what we're doing right now. Look about 100 years ago. If civics was taught, people would stop and say, this makes no sense. They would call Hillary Clinton out when she says, we should get rid of the way we our voting process, the electoral college. We should get rid of it. They would stop her and say, wait a minute, woman, what are you talking about? We had that because of the election of 18, I think, 76. But what we're going through right now was almost a replica of it. Voting irregularities that were taking place. 
we should be able to trust our voting system, voter integrity. As I think one guest came on our show and mentioned, he said, we got to get voter integrity. At the time I said, what? But now I understand it. We need it. Because if we had it, what happened over the past couple of elections would it have happened and people would be more apt to accept it without having a doubt in their mind. Why all of a sudden now polling booths are breaking down. We're having issues counting. We're counting way until the next week. It's never happened that way before. Well, it's because we have mail-in ballots. If you've got to count all those votes. Okay, fine. Then we should set aside a day to say this will be the day that we're going to vote. And if we're going to have the mail-in ballots, early voting, this is when we will start counting them. But then we can't trust the people that are counting them because they'll start counting in advance and say, oh, well, we need X amount or else this person is going to lose. How do we know that's not happening? These are just people just like us. And some say, okay, I was a proponent of using the machines, but they're saying, oh, machines can, you know, you can very easily rig the machines. And we know that George Soros, so I hear, own a majority of voting machines. So then what do we go to? Paper ballots. They have paper ballots in France. But can we trust the people that are counting? How do we know that they're not going to cheat? There's a video being circulated right now of some man who's counting the votes, and they're saying that he's marking the, he's marking the votes. He's, mar he's changing the votes, rather. We can't trust each other. And again, this is all because of a dishonest media that has caused us to distrust each other and not speak the truth. Because an honest media would come out and say, Joe Biden is challenged. He's not the greatest president. In fact, he's the worst president. He's cognitively challenged. We need to evoke the 25th Amendment. But the only time we heard about that was when Trump was in office simply because he was making America great again, they wanted to remove him. Simply because he won the election, they wanted to say that he colluded with Russia. And then they want to talk about election deniers. They've been denying the election since 2016, and it's okay for them to do it. Now you want to punish the right when they even ask the question about uh, election integrity? Really? And then you have judges that are going along with it. And of course, the media is going to go along with it. So if you have all that going against you, of course, you have these young people who don't see the truth, who only get their news from social media, from TikTok of all places. They're going to believe it because they don't see the truth. And then those few venues that are speaking the truth, they do it in a timid type fashion, as opposed to just saying, no, this is the way it is. Hint, hint, talking about Fox News. <laughs> because here and after Dr. Robin Andrew, we're going to give you the facts. Just like we're breaking down this election. But why, why, why is that? Only the power is concentrated in the hands of a few. You had Facebook, also known as Meta, to come out and say, I got an email saying, oh, you can now do political ads. Before then, you couldn't do it. Now, what do you think things would have been a whole lot different? Have the people who were suspended from Twitter permanently been able to go on and get the truth out? Hmm? Think about it. Unfettered, the truth just out there. And even if people were lying, who cares? People have got to be able to discern the facts. The media is lying consistently. No one is shutting them down. 
then you have all these entertainers. Oh, I'm getting off Facebook. Oh, I'm getting off Facebook. Oh, I just don't want it. What? Why are you getting off? Because now the truth will be heard, and you don't like that. Oh, we're getting off because we just. And it's, it's, it's a signal to tell other people to get off also. I'm like, go, get off. You'll probably come back the same way you had said that if Trump became president, you would leave the country. And you never left the country. That's the reason the country's in such a turmoil the way it is now, because you didn't leave. Those people who said they were going to leave did not leave. Yeah, it's, what we have. it's pretty interesting over on Twitter right now. They've got it to where just normal accounts can get these blue check marks. I mean, there's accounts I saw today with six followers that have a blue check mark now because of the new rules in Elon Musk. And I find it funny that these celebrities and these people who paid for their check mark most likely to get it in the first place are so upset that just regular people can be uh, verified on Twitter now. Uh, to me, it's no big deal. Um, I'm undecided if I'm going to pay. I am leaning towards no right now. I definitely do not want to give any money towards a product uh, that once kicked me off. But now that Elon Musk is in charge, uh, I'll definitely think about it. But uh, it's just going to be interesting to see what happens with this, because if Twitter can get away with charging $8 a month, what do you think Instagram's going to do? What do you think Facebook's going to do? I think we might be heading into a new direction where people are going to be paying for their social media that they're using. And maybe that's not a bad thing after all. You know, you're going to use it. You need to pay for it. But it is interesting, you know, that people are freaking out that they have to pay. And, 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 and I, he's, I guess he's saying that if you don't pay, you don't get the blue check. Okay, so don't get a blue check. Why do you need to be verified? Why do you want people to say, oh, this is who you are? Is it, is it that important for you to have it to be verified? I mean, think about it. Is that is it that important that you want to have a blue check? Well, not only do you not get the blue check if you don't pay, you also, it sounds like, are kind of the equivalent of shadow ban because he says your post will not be featured and say uh, you're on a thread with 200 replies and you're not verified. Your reply will go down below all the people that have been verified. <laughs> <laughs> and we know how important it is because people think that what they're saying right. is very important and they want their names out there. Oh, my God, this is crazy. This is, But this is where we are in society. This is where we are. You know, yeah. I think that we're so important that our information has got to get out there. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg, I don't know if you saw this, but she's boycotting Twitter. I said she should really uh, show Elon Musk and boycott going on television as well. That would be uh, <laughs> fine and dandy with me. But uh, people like Whoopi Goldberg leaving the platform, people like Kathy Griffin being banned. Wow. Things really mm. are changing at Twitter. I don't remember an instance of one of these leftist activists ever having their account permanently suspended. So seeing uh, Kathy Griffin suspended... Uh, I like seeing that. Yeah, but, you know, that is something interesting to think about, that if, if will social media move in the direction of having people to pay for it as opposed to it being free? I mean, they're using advertising dollars and, you know, you got a lot of people that are telling, uh, you know, to get off Twitter, don't pay it, you know, because they want to destroy it. They want they want to destroy Elon Musk. So it will be interesting to see what happens. Right. Uh, and, with and the platform. A great point that Elon Musk brought up with people paying for Twitter. It's put it yourself in the position to where now you are a customer and a consumer of the product. 
So it's not the same situation because they're actually making money off of you. So they might have more incentive to try and uh, keep you happy on the platform and uh, not do all the uh, censorship that we've seen in the past. Oh, that's a good point. You know, that you are now a customer. So they will probably work probably in your behalf or in your favor to make certain that you are happy. But of course, here in America, we like to get things free of charge. You know, people, oh, if I can get it free, and I, and I understand <laughs> it, you know, the social media platform, you know, but if you want people to hear what you're saying and see what you're saying, why not play a little bit, you know, yeah. play a little bit and, you know, get your voices out there. And if you're censored, and then that might give you grounds that if they try to censor you, then you can go in and you can sue because you're paying for a product and now they're censoring you. Right. And uh, even at $8 a month, you're still paying under $100 a year. So it's not like having to pay for Twitter is going to make or break really anyone. So uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. And then you look at you pay for these streaming services, look how much you pay for them. And maybe he might try to turn this into something like a streaming service or something. I mean, you never know. It's possible. Absolutely. I mean, he could, he could really, you know, reimagine Twitter. And turn it into something that's really great. Absolutely. He said that he's looking into adding video and podcasts. So uh, I look forward to seeing where that goes. But we're all out of time tonight and this week. Thank you for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio. Wherever you stream, please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or go to americaoutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 Talk Radio. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs> <laughs>